0: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.
1: And welcome. Good Saturday morning. Welcome into a 4th of July Operation Dry Water Weekend. We'll explain what that's all about. I'm Don Dubuque. Glad to have you tuned in this Saturday morning. Joining us this morning... Cherie dubuque our co-host for the morning here in the texas coastal area sheree good morning good to have you back in here it's been a while
2: good morning i'm glad to be back always enjoy doing the show with you when you come through town to see an astros game <laughs> or on our way to south dakota
1: well we got a lot of interesting things to talk about but first off you know captain quint from jaws right the movie everybody does of course of course okay we have on our website don uh, a Quint lookalike, an imposter. One of our field reporters, Captain Eric Mohabarak, he's kind of nicknamed Quint because he looks so much like him. So we got both likenesses. We put them both on our Facebook page at Bayou Wild TV, and we also put them on our website at dontheoutdoorsguy.com. We're asking you to cast your vote and tell us which one you think is the real Captain Quint. Is it the one on the right, the one on the left, or is it neither? What do you think, Sherry?
2: Well, I'm going to go ahead and say being a Jaws fan that the real Quint is the one on the right um, of course, the tie-dye sort of gives away Captain, so.
1: <laughs> oh, I'll leave it to you to, find the, the, to pick the knit the out of it. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll get to our listeners about that. Hey, if you'd like to text us your answer or comment about the likeness between these two guys, it's 870-870. We take your text throughout the program. Also going to continue to talk about that Mississippi River water continuing to flow into coastal Louisiana. Uh, it has brought about more beach closures and also some advisories issued by the Louisiana Department of Health. Health. We'll fill you in on the latest. And don't forget, if you're headed out to go fishing this morning in Louisiana, I hope you renewed your license because this is the first official weekend where you're like, actually the second, where you need your new license. They all expired on June 30th. And those agents will be out there in force. As I mentioned, Operation Dry Water, it's an effort to enforce DUI, DWI, whatever you want to call it, boating, impaired boating on the water, and we'll give you some more details about how strict the penalties could be for getting caught on DWI on the water. Also, we have uh, a case of the deer hunter who wasn't sure. We're not sure if he was too early or too late on the season, but his timing was a little bit off. He's our bad boy, the outdoors. Also, we're going to run down the quotas. Uh, Where we are, where we stand for both the state of Alabama and Louisiana with regard to the harvest of red snapper. We'll give you the latest figures on those. Plus outdoor calendar, got lots of rodeos and tournaments, uh, outdoor organizational meetings. We'll give you all the details on that. And uh, for you deer hunters, by the way, um, you know, some of you are going to be very disappointed. You won't be able to use certain deer urine this season when you're out there hunting. We'll explain why. And for those who will be sticking with us uh, for more outdoors after this program, got a great lineup. We're going to have some hot summertime fishing tips for those white perch or crappie with the crappie psychic, Clyde Foltz. Uh, we'll check out the leaderboard, get a live update from the Golden Meadow on Tarpon Rodeo taking place today. Those weigh scales today, the final day, will actually open about 1 p.m., but we'll give you a sneak preview to who the leaders are. Then we're going to speak with Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Assistant Secretary Patrick Banks. He will give us an update, and I know a lot of you fishermen are concerned about this, on federal disaster declaration from that Bonnie Carey spillway opening, where we are in getting economic assistance. Plus, we'll find out about a serious threat to the bat population and why and how you can become a citizen scientist to help. When we talk to the Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries veterinarian, Dr. Jim LaCourne. Don't forget, your text messages are welcome, 870-870. Your coastal marine forecast for this weekend, boy, it looks good, especially if you're an offshore fisherman. And there have been tons of mai mai dolphin, uh, as the other name, and red snapper and mangroves that have been caught offshore this week. Looks like that will continue through the weekend. Northwest to southwest winds only 5 to 10, about a 1-foot sea offshore Today. Two foot tomorrow. Inside, got smooth conditions with light winds, five to ten knots, about a 20% chance of rain tomorrow, and a good average tide range in the marshes at one and a half foot. We'll be right back after this. We're going to talk to Captain, not Captain, but Robbie Campo. He's out at Shell Beach at Campos Marina, there in the middle of the water diversion problems. We'll find out what the latest situation is for you right after this time out. You're listening to Outdoors with Don Dubuque live from the Texas coast. Right here. And along with Cherie Dubuque, daughter number one, uh, you've talked to Robbie Campbell before, at Shell Beach, haven't
2: you? Yeah, definitely. Um, most of the <laughs> marina owners and the captains are long uh
1: yeah, they've been the with us quite a while. And, yeah. uh, we're going to be looking forward to doing that anniversary show, 30-year anniversary show, coming up in three weekends. Be tuned in for that. We're going to kind of take you back in time. You hear from some of our former field reporters and some of the things that went on, and um, not a whole lot different from what goes on these days. Let's get Robbie Campo in here. He's been fighting river water now for <laughs> several months, and uh, it continues on and on. Robbie, what's the latest over there as far as the fishing? You know, I had some people who were telling me they were pretty confused. You know, They heard that the fishing was off because of the river water then they were hearing reports of people making some good speckled trout catches not all of them you know out by the islands or out into the sound i guess it's like it's just a a dynamic situation it keeps changing week to week and you might catch some good fish in one area and not again in the what's the latest going on down there
3: well don i could tell you um i fished monday and tuesday um at the long rocks i fished with rory rorison on uh on Monday, and I fished with Captain Eric Olson on um, on uh, Tuesday. The water was salty at the rocks on Monday and Tuesday. I think it all depends on which way you get the wind from. Whether it's going to blow that river water, you know, over towards uh, towards the Long Rocks or not. Um, you know, if you get a south wind, well, then you're definitely going to get river water. But uh, it, you know, in the last couple of days it was <clears throat> it was uh, it was salty over there, and they caught a lot of fish. At the Long Rocks, you know, this past week, um, the only thing that I can tell you about fishing over there is you have to fish at least four feet deep. You got, you know, it's kind of hard to lob a, uh, you know, to lob a, a leader out there when you're fishing three and a half, four feet deep. But if you go any deeper than that, all you're catching is dink trout, and you, you know, you're not gonna, you know, you're just gonna be reeling them in. That that that's that typical springtime pattern where you could, you know, fish two and a half feet. That's out. Or you're either gonna to go to a slide caught, um, one or the other. But I can tell you, Elwha was good this week. Um, Lake Elwha was good. Bay Elwha was good. Um, over at Comfort Island, they caught fish. It was, you know, they they do have some good a good stretch of salt water in from from the rocks going over to even at the dope boat. I was surprised they had 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 salt water there. The water was good there. Uh, Britain Island had good water, but for the you know, but. From, you know we've been dealing with you know nasty river water for most of the summer so far and um you know these these areas weren't weren't real productive but this past week was really good so um man you know and today uh, we got a we got a light north or uh, west wind i guess it is it's you know it's not blowing real real hard but it's you know right here at shell beach but it's it is coming out of the west the water's really really low so if you're running down that spoil canal this morning and going out, be careful, because when you get to the end of it, it's bowed down, gas on, because not, you're going to be stuck. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't let off the throttle. Boy, it, it's so, really, really low.
1: So what's the bait situation? A lot of people are going to want to well, know that. Well, I, the
3: bait situation is that we're running, we're, we're running low right now. So if you're coming out a little bit later, stop on Paris Road. If you want to fish a lot of I don't want nobody to be without without bait if uh, so if you're coming down stop by bait incorporated or friendly Fisherman, which is the old golf Hall marina and stop and pick up some bait if you're coming down this way we've got a lot of people fishing uh fourth july wasn't really a big day but you know yesterday was yesterday was slammed and you know and today is the same thing don it's you know plenty of people out so if you're going to come out a little bit later and you're coming across the lake or from whatever you know, you know, five ten stop and pick up some shrimp. These guys could use the business. You know, they've been struggling up there in Shellmet, uh, dealing with all this river water. Usually their time to shine is up around the fall of the year. And, you know, we're, we're all wondering if that's gonna happen. We all gotta wait and see how that's gonna work out. But you know, nevertheless they still they do still have a lot of shrimp. You know, stop and pick some up from these guys. They could they sure appreciate it. So uh
1: that's the bait situation. <laughs> That's what what, what did you? <laughs> what were you and Rory using when you fished the rocks earlier in the week? Were you using live bait? Absolutely, <laughs> Don. I'm not leaving the wall. I'm not leaving the wall. But I'll. Well, you got connections left, you know to get that. the right bait. You know, you get yeah, the best I, well, bait. Yeah, I got, You know, I got end, you know, you know, I mean, know
3: a guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> right.
1: Right. I'm gonna get. Yeah,
3: Monday and Tuesday we fish live. We fished live shrimp. And, you know, it was, you know, like I said, I had a shark bite, bite my line off, and, he, you know, we just tied a hook on, kind of short, and I couldn't get a bite, cast it right next to the other people who was fishing the boat, couldn't get a bite. So I went back to a four-foot leader, back on the fish again. So I know, I do know that fishing a short, you know, a short leader, like two foot under a cock, you're not getting them. Yeah, you know, you yep. if you cast up against, you know, right up against the rocks, or you can pick up a sheet bed or something like that, which is not bad. Now, don't get me wrong, but when you're right. fishing for trout, the trout are a little bit deeper. And look, this water's hot. You know, I mean, it's a, uh, you know, the water's uh, damn near ninety degrees. You know, I mean, it's hot. So, yeah. you know, the bigger fish are going to be a little bit deeper. We use a split shot sinker about a foot up from the hook, um, and you know, made it happen. We, you know, we caught, we did really, really well.
1: So, uh. Yep. But, well, Rob, if somebody right, comes week, down there and they yeah, want to yeah. know about that, they want to know about that sliding cork. I'm sure you can take just a couple of minutes to show them how to rig that up. Oh, that not a problem. Not a problem. It gets oh, a little no, awkward a when you got four foot line on some of the rods, you know, to cast them. But if you right, use that, right. that slide well, cork, it, and you, you set got got four, it at four people feet people you go, on the boat. <laughs> when yeah, You got four right, five right.
3: people on the boat. That's how somebody gets hooked. You know, <laughs> you got to be careful when casting, but but uh, but it does work, man. So, all right. Well. All right, Rob. We're going to have your
1: parish president on a little bit later on this morning. You know, we're going to talk to him about the uh, the, the disaster relief program he's trying to do. Over yeah. there. he's doing a pretty good job. Uh, I tell get you, that. he's
3: been he's been working diligently on this. Him and the rest of the parish officials. Look, we got to. I, I tell you, you know, I lived in this parish my whole life. Now, and I don't think we've ever had an administration that cares about their people more than this administration here does. Um, I, know, I gotta agree with you. Yeah. president, uh, I tell you, look he when goes he gave that press conference. Right
1: when he gave that press conference early in the week, uh, that was true emotion that he showed, and that shows where. His you heart better is. believe
3: it. And, and he's a great guy, and you know, and he's a, you know he he's doing what's right for his people. And hey, man, you can't ask know no better than that. So.
1: Uh, well y'all been you know, through tougher than to that to before hold.
3: Robbie huh? absolutely absolutely, but <laughs> you know this thing this thing has killed you know this this opening has killed literally a billion dollars worth of oysters out here but not easy, only did it kill the horses, it killed you know it, you know uh, you know businesses off fifty percent charter captains are off fifty percent you know uh crabbing's down uh over over forty percent Shrimping's down you know over that much or more so I mean, it's it, this thing. This is this has crippled this industry for, you know. And the horses is a four-year rebound before that comes back, Don. So, you know what I mean? To, yep. it, if it happens, I mean, it's going to happen, but it, it takes four years, you know. So, this it, it's, it, it's it, they're going a bad fall, and so that's I mean, that's good. So, uh, all right, Don. until next week, I got to we'll get, get through to it.
1: Work. Talk to you. All go later. ahead. I know you do. You got a busy right, fourth buddy. weekend. Thank you, Robbie. Appreciate yep. it. Robbie right, Campo, Campo's Marina. If you're headed down there, stop in and see him. All right, we come back after this. Captain Tofield Bourgeois, Louisiana man, he's got some reports for you. Had good reports during the weekend, especially last weekend out of Bretton Island. But, again, it, it changes day to day. You never know. We'll find out what the latest is right after this three-minute pause. You're listening to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque and Cherie Dubuque on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And that song tells us it's time to talk to our Louisiana man, Captain Tofio Bourgeois. You remember Tophio? Absolutely. He's got guy that talks kind of funny every now and then.
2: Huh? Well, yeah, but he is the Louisiana man, he, so says he wouldn't expect else anything talks less. Funny. Everywhere he goes, he
1: tells me, <laughs> okay, I went to California, I went to Minnesota. He talked funny there. Hey, Captain to, Yeah. what you talking good about good this morning?
0: On, oh, a little bit of everything. Cause, yeah, it's just amazing how every place I, every time I go somewhere, everyone just talks a little bit. But for some reason. They all scratch their head when I'm talking. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't get the deal that, cuz. But uh, I tell you, man, so we got a little west wind today. So uh, west is not the best for the plane. So the plane is parked. So it looked like uh, me and the grandkids going bass fishing today. So uh, I got a, I got all them piled up on the sofa and with the chihuahua. I got, I'm trying to wake them up right now and we can get out of here a little bit. And the uh, only person up is the chihuahua. <laughs> the dog's up, but the kids, uh, it, ain't, it ain't looking good for this fishing trip. We're supposed to be going on here shortly. But uh, they've been making a few days out there by the island. Don, done all right. Uh, still moving around a lot. I heard you say somebody gave the a good report for Bretton. That's, uh, that's good to hear. So somebody said they caught some fish by Bretton Island? Uh,
1: the they sent you me heard? the pictures. It was, it was the person that was waiting for you last week to give the report on the islands before they went. And they went out there ah. and they caught limits. <laughs> and they had them lined up on good. the beach and sent me the picture. Yeah. Oh. Cool, that's a good deal. Yeah, I haven't been going that way. You know,
0: just the river water is inundated. But, uh, you know, fish move around, man. They got tails. So they go check it out just like uh, people go check it out. So the thing is, they cut limits. You might go back three more times in a row and never have a bite. You know, just just exactly. uh, that's how it is. That's fishing, man. These fish got tails. But catching still a lot of fish. We went out there yesterday. uh wound up, I think, with uh, right at 40 fish. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of little ones mixed up in there. So you got to kind of. Dabbed through the little ones, and uh, we've got one good fish. <laughs> one one four-and-a-half pounder out of the little one, so mm. that's the only picture you're going to see, you know. <laughs> see how that goes, man. So there's a few out there, but uh, the guys I have it from Texas. They were throwing top water and, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of little smacks. So just, it's good to see, you know, just that there's still a lot of fish in the area. Just got to kind of bounce around. So I really haven't been hitting the same spot twice. Just kind of keep moving up and down, up and down the chain, See what's going on. I trying to catch a few redfish. I in a few schools of some bull reds yesterday, which was nice. You know, I didn't want to catch one. I just watched them swim by. They were mixed with a uh, schools of Jack Cravell. So uh if you wanna fight a thirty five minute battle, <laughs> you're gonna kiss him and let him swim, you know, so I can try to stay away from them guys. So uh, a lot of that and a lot of big, big stingrays right now. Not a little about big, like three to four foot across. So these are the breed the breeders are out there, so uh a lot of people say I need ray guards. I say, well, these guys will knock you down if they hit you because they, they're big. They ain't gonna hit you with the, what to say, with the, with the, the fin. More so, just uh, they're just cruising. You know, I don't have issues with big, big stingrays. The little ones, are ones I'm scared of, The little small twelve inch ones. Those are the ones that are really agile and, and can move quick and uh,
4: don't don't go to
0: you almost on top of them. But overall, you know, it's a, it's a lot of good things happening outside on the islands. Now, as far as the, in the bayou right here, we've been fishing every day, mostly concentrating on redfish. Every now and then make a little pass out there by Bay, the backside of Grand Island stuff, so catching a lot of little trout. So um, I think yesterday, I think Kevin went backside of four buyers, and he said probably caught over 100. I think he only caught like, uh, I think maybe 15, kept 15. You know, just so it's a lot of little fish out there and, and uh like I said they've been moving around a lot, but most everybody's concentrating on redfish because it's uh you know, he's more rewarding. You know, a bigger fight, you know, he's, he's more keepers on that on that field than said than the speckle trout that we fight. Now with this with this west wind we have right now, I don't think no one's going uh gonna cross Bartire Bay. They to, to fight that. So they're gonna probably stay all all redfish in the and we wanna a few bass, So uh it's kinda like it's good right now. There's no lightning. There's no clouds. Uh, I got stars here, Don. So uh, it's a it's a good thing. As you're heading down the bayou, uh, like I said, it's a double thumbs up for sure. So uh, what do you suggest?
1: Report. Go ahead. Uh, not too many frogging reports. No, what you hearing? <laughs> They're wearing them out down here, man. Oh, I, I can't fly with
0: I can't fly over any duck pond that don't have uh tw- like. Crisscrosses through the you can see with the mud boats with every pond. So I I haven't even mm-hmm. I told Jenny we ain't even going. Yep. but We can't even find a, I can't even find a pond no one has not been in. So <laughs> and he's still catching. So I don't know who, who has the frog making machine, but uh, he's still doing all right down here. So I don't know if he was getting reports from his people or uh, because it's, it's hot man. You gotta wait so late for the sun to go down. So, right. Well, that was what I was going to ask that. you.
1: What is your best uh, advice when, you know, you're out on these cloudless days, which we've had? Sometimes the wind dies down, and, boy, I mean, in the middle of the day, we have really had some high temperatures, uh, you know, that feel like <laughs> temperatures in the mid-hundreds. What do you do? What, what yep. is your suggestion of keeping cool on a boat? With, you know, no T-top, wide is, open. Yeah. yeah, the suggestion is
0: you should be, hopefully you're listening to us right now, sitting in your boat, making your first cast meaning you should be out there right now. You should be in the water already at your spot fishing. It's like all my guys have already left. You know, As soon as they can see the sun's breaking, they're gone because it gets so hot so quick. By 11 o'clock, man, if you're in a boat, you panting. So it, it is definitely hot. Now, the advantage of being in the water, you have the radiator system cooling you down. So yesterday we fished at 130. The only reason we quit because the tide changed out there. at 130 fish shut down. So we uh you know we load up at 1.30 if we were back. But all my people, all the boats by eleven thirty, everybody was back because they caught their fish early and started getting hot. So the biggest thing, man, just keep hydrating. And remember, Bud Light is not a hydrator. <laughs>
1: Corona's not a hydrator. So yeah, reason, those, uh, the boys like... in the green uniforms are gonna be out in force this weekend too. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is an yeah, operation definitely. dry water, so they'll be checking. Oh, so make sure yeah. you got your license, yeah. your PFD and you know, you, uh, you have Everything. a designated driver as they say. Oh yeah. Captain, to, thank you so much, driver. my friend. We appreciate it. Tell people how to get a hold of you if you want to do some fishing or frogging or whatever.
0: Yeah, a little bit of whatever. Yeah, definitely, guys. Check us out. Newhounds dot com. Check us out there for the website, update fishing reports. And then remember on Tuesday is Toefield Tuesday at six thirty is uh every Tuesday we talk about whatever off the hip. And uh definitely you can get 341 five oh four, three four one five six one four, y'all. We'll holler at y'all next week.
1: All right, Don. Take okay, it easy, man. We'll see you then.
0: All,
1: All right, right guys. There he goes. Yeah, they call him uh, a lot of things. Louisiana man, Donk man, yep. The guy that talks funny, that's the one I hear a lot. All right, we'll be back and uh, talk to you about some of those advisors. A lot of people are asking, should I go fishing? Should I go crabbing? Can I keep the fish? Can I eat the fish? I'll tell you what the latest is from the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries and Department of Health. We'll be right back after this timeout. All right. Uh, Don's along with Cherie this morning. Cherie, did uh has it been on the news over here in Texas? I've been talking to a lot of people over here, and, and nobody seems to be aware of the, the problems in Louisiana with the algal blooms caused by diverting the Mississippi River water into saltwater areas. Is it making any news around here?
2: It's really not, and part of our common conversation, most of the information that we have coming in are coming from family and friends mm-hmm. who live over in Louisiana, keeping us abreast of what's going on. And so it's not a popular story or a concerning story over here in Texas.
1: Well, it should be. I mean, we hear all about the farmer's plights. That's on national news, and this is very similar to that, only dealing with seafood, people who farm the water instead of the fields. All right, when we pause 10 seconds for our local stations to identify. When I come back, I'm going to run down some of those closures and also tell you the latest on what Department of Health says about consuming those fish in some of those compromised areas. We'll do that right after we let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. As far as uh, actual closures, okay, uh, beaches, there's a lot of beaches along the Mississippi Gulf Coast that were closed to swimmers and to fishermen. Uh, the St. Tammany Parish Fishing Pier has been closed. Uh, they have also closed uh, North Shore Beach area. Now, other than that, the Louisiana Department of Health is basically issuing warnings and advisories. And their latest says, and this comes from the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries, who is backing them and suggesting that people adhere to the Department of Health warnings. Uh, The public is advised to avoid the algae, which can cause rashes, stomach cramps, nausea, diarrhea, and vomiting. If you're exposed to it, you should wash with soap and water. If you think the algae has made you sick, you should consult a doctor. Uh, They said that they noted that the algae toxins have not been found in any edible parts of fish, but that fish should not be harvested or eaten from Lake Pontchartrain, doing this bloom. That is an advisory. Uh, I know a lot of people, they make their own decision, and that's what I'm going to suggest. You decide, but that's what the latest from Department of Health and Department of Wildlife and Fisheries is. Also, there are closures in most, almost everything on the east side of the Go in St. Bernard and Plaquemines Parishes is closed to oyster. Those oysters pretty much suffer in anywhere from 85 to 100% mortality. Uh, they can't move. Fish and crabs and shrimp can get away from bad deoxygenated or contaminated water. Oysters, on the other hand, they don't move, so they have to suffer with it. So right after this, we'll be back and get a freshwater fishing report. That's an alternative if you don't want to deal with some of the algae places. Uh, you can do some good freshwater fishing. I had a really good recent trip lately. Jeff Bruhl joins us to talk about fishing freshwater bass, suckley, and brim right after this time out on The Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, Jeff Brule is standing by with a lot of good freshwater fishing information uh, for the, this Fourth of July weekend. But before we do that, Sharia, uh, Robbie Campo just got back to us on the bait situation. What did he say on his text?
2: Um, he's running really low and encourages people to go ahead and stop on Paris Road and pick up some of the bait and support the other local businesses out there. So you're prepared when you get down there. So Paris Road to pick up your bait on your way to Campos Marina.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of good bait shops. You can, you'll probably pass by them if you headed down Paris Road. All right, let's uh, tell Jeff Rule good morning. Uh, Jeff, well, you got a lot of information to cover this morning, so let's get right to it, man. This is some good news, especially for people who are choosing not to saltwater fish right now.
5: Right. It's kind of too much to put in one report. I had reports from all over the state and <laughs> different places. Uh, Lake Barrette, uh the basin's at seven foot. It's still high in the Morgan City area, and but the Lake Verret down the Bayou Black area is doing well. I uh, talked to Joe Macalusa and saw his report in the paper about the Socolay. They caught some real nice ones, but to kind of condense it down, he said, you got to fish deeper than four feet with live shiners. But if the cart was set higher than that, you'd caught catfish around some of the brush piles and stuff in the Verrett uh, area. Uh, the bass reports don't really have any uh, reports, so I'm sure they're probably doing about the same, a little deeper water with all this hot weather. But uh, just get a little bit deeper this time of year in Verrett and uh, Lake Palour and those areas, and you uh, find the holes, and you should be able to find some fish.
1: How was fishing at that Bass Federation qualifier up on Toledo Bend last week?
5: It was very good. I got a lot of reports from those guys. Uh, surprisingly, the fish were still shallow in some of the main lake points and islands, and they said ribbits and frogs over the pepper grass and then big spinnerbaits kind of out in front of it uh, along the channel swings. That was kind of the primary pattern, but Thomas McMillan, he's got some experience up there. He had a two-day total of almost 40 pounds, and he was one of the few anglers that was out deep, and yeah, uh, that's the other key to Toledo, Bend. If you kind of know where the cover and the tops are, you can fish out in deep water. You can catch a little bit better quality, but the angler said that separate grass shallow that they were catching sometimes 15 to 20 keepers a day, and but having fun. And uh, sometimes in those type tournaments, all you need is just catch a limit every day, and you do pretty good. But uh, if you know where to uh, go out in the field, stump fields and the brush piles uh, move out there, and I'm sure they're catching some soccer late doing that too
1: i love that frog fishing jeff last time we had you on the air you were down in chef pass you were either right at the water's edge or you were fishing already how did that trip turn out
5: i'm down here today and come back on these fish uh it was kind of like one of them omg days the last time i was on the radio they weren't big but there's a lot of 10 to 14 inch bass down here i even saw some schooling but for about an hour right after daylight they were just every cast you caught fish it was amazing uh, the key was kind of the tide and the wind combining to put current through certain spots. And they were kind of right off the grass bed. Uh, conditions are similar today. The water's real low, and you can see the distinct line of the grass. And these fish are going to be right off the edge of them as soon as we find a little pocket of it. And, and that's the key to find of where the tide's pushing and the, they schooled up somewhere, and you can catch a lot of fish at one time. But use uh, spinner baits in your deeper canals and frogs over the grass and, and just any kind of plastic down the edge of the grass. And uh, the the good news, the Pearls is down to seven foot. I've got a few reports that the pan and bass fishing is good up there. And really all across the North Shore, the bass fishing is good. But just bring plenty of fluids today because it is hot.
1: Jeff, you mentioned fishing spinnerbaits. Give us a little tip on picking out spinnerbaits and fishing them where and when and how. Well, the size of the
5: spinnerbait kind of is important. Like in these coastal areas, like I'm fishing down here in the Chef, you use a real small profile. And what, what I mean by that is just, The arm's only about an inch and a half, two inches, and uh, where the blade comes out, it may be an inch and a half, but you go someplace like Toledo Bend and the other reservoirs, you want probably a two and a half, maybe a three inch wire going up and into the blade, you want another two or three inches, so it makes the bait look a lot bigger, and you use a little bit bigger blades, and sometimes that's what um, will trigger the fish to bite on these reservoirs, even though you're in shallow water, half ounce size, you want to go with that bigger profile, and... I guess it looks more like uh, brim and big gizzard, Chad, when you're in those reservoirs. And down here in the marsh, the smaller profiles look more like shrimp and crabs. So go with bigger, and sometimes in those reservoirs, that's the key to catching, catching a limited fish.
1: You know, we didn't mention brim, but, boy, there's some really good brim fishing going on right now. It's time to pull those crickets out in the torpedo corks and get after them.
5: Oh, yeah. I think, uh, like with the pearl area that is so high so long, that you're going to have an extended fawn even in the summer. And, you know, Brim do spawn in June, July, and August. But I think you're right. It's time to get out there and just get you a cork with a cricket and get under a cypress tree or find a bed somewhere. And uh, those are good to eat, too, even a hole or filet. I, I love to eat a good mess of Brim. Yeah,
1: I'm with you there. Jeff, uh, upcoming events. Got a kids tournament coming up soon.
5: Yeah, the Lunkers and Liars Kids Tournament, that's on Lock 1, July 21st. It's free to kids uh, up to 12 years old, safe flight to 11 a.m. And there's a bunch of anglers there that'll teach you kids about fishing. So if you got a youngster that's interested in fishing or maybe never fished before, you can take them out there and those guys will help them and put them on the right path to trying to catch a fish. And they got all kind of little prizes and stuff for them. So it's a, it's a good deal to just go there. It doesn't cost anything. You just take your kids out and have a good day in the outdoors.
1: Sounds good, Jeff. Good luck on your trip out there at the Chef. Hope you do well, and uh, we'll find out the results next time we talk. All right. Thanks, Don. All right. There he goes. Jeff Perul. His reports, by the way, are brought to you by Berkeley. They are a division of pure fishing. You know them for the Berkeley line of gulp baits. They've got them for crappie, bass, inshore and offshore saltwater, lines of all types, whether you fish in offshore and you need that uh, mono or braid or fluorocarbon, they've got it, plus thousands of accessories from catfish flippers to hand scales to filet knives. If it's for fishing, you can bet Berkeley's got it. They are a division of pure fishing. Right after this, we're going to take you to the hottest speckled trout spot in the state. It's been that way for several weeks, and I don't know, it's kind of a neck-and-neck tie between Cokedry and Grand Isle right now. Darrell Carpenter joins us next to update us on the latest From the island. We'll be back with his report right after this pause. You'll listen to The Outdoors with Don Dubuque and Cherie Dubuque on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Cherie, you like to fish, Red Snapper, don't you? Yes, I you did. You caught a couple big ones, too, huh?
2: Yeah, in my day, actually, I have caught some really nice red snapper. You
1: need to get out there and do it again. You know, we've got some really good stuff going on right now. Uh, I've got the numbers in Louisiana through June 23rd. Now, that's a couple of weeks back, but that's the latest data we have. They uh, got 38% of the quota, which is 304,000 pounds, of an 816,000-pound-plus limit. It's open on three-day weekends only. I also got reports that Alabama – uh updating on their their statistics they're a little bit uh less than us on on the quota so they still got some time to go but snapper fishing has really been good and i'm kind of wondering about Daryl carpenter if he's been been tempted to go out there and catch those snapper while those speckled trout are biting darryl you got a lot of stuff going on around you what's going on this weekend
4: oh man it's just i mean this is a the- about to be. I, uh, I, I think the fire marshal needs to come and see what the capacity is at this island because I think we might be over <laughs> it. <laughs> there's, there's people everywhere down there. Uh, I mean, everybody's having a good time. The, of course, the fourth was, you know, the the evening of the fourth was full of fireworks, and I'm sure the going will be full of fireworks because that's when they do to organize this place. But other than that, I mean, you know, uh, the last couple of days has really been nice because I can only assume that the uh, that the libations. Load heavy in the evening because the mornings have been nice and quiet without a whole lot of boats. Um, of course, that lasts till about mid-morning, about seven thirty or so, and then everybody starts waking up and showing up. But, and I mean, I, I don't want to sound like a broken record, but the uh, the the trout just keep coming and coming. They're a the little energized and funny. They just keep coming and coming. Uh, we did really well the last few days. Uh, the, the, the fish got a little silly on us They didn't, they didn't want croakers anymore They kind of turned off of the thin fish The croaker bite was late, late in the day But if you put a live shrimp out there Unlike last week, but it wouldn't touch a live shrimp You put a live shrimp out there and they, they're just inhaling it uh, So it's been really well I heard you talking about the red snapper There's been a whole lot of big red snapper Coming across the dock And the story I'm getting that everybody's really excited about Out there is we continue to have grass patches And there's dolphin everywhere
1: Yep, yeah, I know uh, Martha sent some pictures in. They caught some some really nice bulls mixed in there, but the numbers are also there, too, on that rib. There's been calm seas, but it has been hot out there. And I guess the word's gotten out on Grand Isle. You guys, are, of course, you're sharing it with Cocodree. Coquitry. Cocodree's having a very good trout season, too, but I, I imagine that's why you're having more and more people show up there. They're kind of abandoning their regular areas and reaching out to Grand Isle where the water's better and the fish are active and plentiful. Yeah, and it's,
4: it's been, it's kind of been like that. You can tell. I mean, I've even got some guys from over North areas. I, I've seen, met some guys from over there that kind of relocated here at least on a temporary basis. Um, but I mean, it's, what it's doing is it's causing us to burn more gas to run further. I mean, we've been fishing from Grand Isle West all the way to East End and West End of our Island just to kind of get away from the crowd. It, 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 you know, it's a lot of boat riding, on, but you, when you sit down and evaluate it, I mean, do, uh, fish in one place where every five minutes i got a boat buzzing me, or do I spend the extra time running and, and go somewhere where I know I'm going to have a little bit of solitude and, and, you know, a whole lot less folks disturbing the fish? But, I mean, that's primarily been just on the weekends. Um, the weekdays have still been busy. But, I mean, somebody somewhere is going to sit down on fish, but when it gets crowded like that, you kind of got to hope your first spot works out good for you, because after that one, you know, there's three boats everywhere you go.
1: But, you know, right.
4: don't let that discourage anybody
1: There's plenty of rows to fish. Give us that telephone number somebody wants to call and set up a nice fishing trip for the summer down there. 225-937-6288. And you can also find him at realscreamers.com and also on my website under Field Staff. Derek, go get him, my friend. Keep it up. You know, it's going to maybe short-lived, but you got to get them while they're there. All right. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. We'll see you next week. There he goes, Darryl Carpenter. Also got a big Golden medal Fouchon Tarpon Rodeo going on just a little bit up the road from him. We're going to have a live leaderboard report, tell you what the leaderboard looks like on that big event. All right, we're going to take a little short halftime break. When we come back, we got more fishing reports. The uh, the Captain Quint lookalike will be joining us, Captain Eric Mahabarak and others. Hope you'll stick with us, too, on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,